Blog Talk Radio. Monday, June 25th. I'm your host, Lisa M. Saunders, coming to you live from Baltimore, Maryland, as I will be doing every Monday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This broadcast is being sponsored by Masterminds, LLC, inspiring and empowering people to achieve their destiny. We have another very special show for you this evening, and I am pleased to once again have co-hosting with me Ms. Teresa Hamilton, who is the CEO and founder of Making It Happen Incorporated. Hello, Teresa. Hi, Lisa. I'm happy to be with you guys again today, so I'm (laughs) looking forward to a wonderful show. Wonderful, wonderful. We will be taking calls later on in the show. So if you would like to call in with questions and participate in the conversation, the number to call is 347-237-4518. That's 347-237-4518. And when you call in, uh, just Try to be a little patient. Hang in there. Uh, we will get to you um, as quickly as we can. And try to, you know, call in at least about 15 to 20 minutes into the show. Uh, for those of you tuning in via the computer, please click on the follow button on the left-hand side of the title so that you can receive the updates on upcoming broadcasts. This evening's program, we will be talking about letting go of our painful past. I'm also interested in talking with new and seasoned authors who have written motivational books and would like to promote their book on my program. I have sponsor rates, uh, sponsor rates available to send you if you're looking for more sales. This is an excellent vehicle to make that happen. My sales have definitely increased since I started my program, as well as our websites um, have been doing exceptionally well. So I thank all of you who have purchased my book and visited our website. Also, anyone who has a business that they would like to promote, we have sponsorship uh, rates available for you as well. The beauty about Internet radio is we reach a very, very broad audience, not just locally but internationally. And I must say uh, our numbers have really picked up and and soared since well, actually, within the last three to four weeks, so I'm very grateful to uh, to that um, for that opportunity. You can send me a message through this site if you have tuned in via your computer, or you can send a message through my Facebook page, um, facebook.com forward slash a date with destiny one or one o one, or you can leave a message via my website which is yourdestinyawaits.net. So, Teresa Hamilton, how are you doing this evening? Well, I'm doing quite well, so I have no complaints. I'm happy that the weather broke. I'm in actually the Midwest right now, but I was on the east coast of uh, the United States, and it was just a, a real, real, real tough time dealing with the heat, but we made it through, so I'm grateful. Good. <laughs> 
Yeah, um, speaking of that, we had that power outage um, uh, last week, and that was a beast to deal with. I think they said there's still a few customers that are out um, as we speak. And I know for us, we were out for almost five days, and it it was a definite challenge, but we made it through. Um, I'm definitely happy to be back on the air after taking a week off. I missed all of you, and I'm very grateful to have another opportunity to share some wisdom with you once again. Tonight we are going to discuss the necessity of letting go of our painful past. Our last broadcast, Attitude of Gratitude, we talked about how important it is to be in a constant state of gratefulness. Many of you have sent me a message on how that show really blessed you, and for that, I am truly grateful. So how difficult is it to let go of things of the past that have hurt us? It could be something that happened 5, 10, or even 40 years ago. And when we allow ourselves to think about the thing that brought us so much pain, it takes us right back to that very day, minute, or hour of when it happened. When we dwell on something that was devastating in our lives, we end up losing precious ground that we gained and work so hard at trying to remain positive and to keep whatever semblance of peace that we were able to acquire. We tend to lose focus on what's really important, which is where we are now in the present. Holding on to past hurts, is detrimental to our well-being. Our pain turns into resentment and hatred. I have found that by holding on to the pain and resentment blocks the flow of abundance in our lives. In other words, it blocks our blessings. It blocks our blessings from coming in. If you want the good things that you have been desiring to manifest in your life, you've got to let go of the resentment which brings me back to my point that I'm always making about forgiveness. So let's start off discussing why we find ourselves stuck in the past. Teresa, what are your thoughts? Well, I think that it just comes down to really getting out little feelings hurt. (laughs) Yeah. Is that when we, like, really get or feel that we've gotten hurt because, and usually, unfortunately, most of the pain of the past happens as a result of family members, not you know, people not feeling like their mother gave them the love yeah. or an absentee father or yeah. a sister and brother that kind of did them wrong, and we just stay stuck there yeah. rather than releasing it. But we are, we tend to be very sensitive as, as people and creatures, and that can be a good thing or a bad thing. But I just find that a lot of it is just, you know, we all look for one thing in this world, and it's to be loved. And any time yeah. we feel like someone doesn't love us or our feelings are violated, that's when it's so hard to get rid of all, you know, the hurt uh, from the past. So I yeah. really just think it comes down just to feeling unloved and, you know, just really getting our, our, our feelings hurt. Yeah, and, um, you know, what i found, too, is, I've just found it's kind of difficult to let go of the pains because there are uh, people in our lives who want to periodically bring up painful issues that happened centuries ago, and then Mm -hmm. they talk about them like they happened yesterday. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Most of the things that they bring up are not even relevant to who we are today, especially if Mm -hmm. there are things that happened in your youth or your childhood years which Mm -hmm. I'm sure we can all think of something we've done that we're not too proud of, but those Mm -hmm. things you did as a kid have nothing to do with who you are today as an adult. So why bring it up? Why does the other Mm -hmm. person, what what does the other person gain from bringing up things that hurt you when you were a child? Yes, yes. That hardly anything, and I think it was the book Thoughts or Things, which I know Mm -hmm. you guys have heard us reference a number of times throughout um, the sessions on a date with destiny, uh, that he talked about, and I thought it was, he does a phenomenal job of talking about how you really cannot live in the past in order to move ahead in the future. And that that's, that's right. where it starts is the thinking about it. 
because right. we think, uh, you know, when we get when someone transgresses or or hurts our feelings, we just keep turning it over and over and over in our head. And yeah. that's the thing that perpetuates the painful memory is that we keep rehearsing it again and again and again. Even though the person may have passed, even though the person doesn't, probably if you sat down to talk to the person, they wouldn't even recall half of the conversation that you would tell it as. <laughs> because exactly. Because, you know, it didn't impact them that way. Exactly. So here we are, you know, walking around with the hurt feelings, and the person that hurt your feelings, they're not even thinking about you. No, no, You no, know, they don't even, all. like you said, they may not even remember or – uh, they've let it go, but you haven't let it go. And and that's the thing that, um, you know, we need to really break down in this discussion today is how do we do that? How do we let go of the pains of the past? Um, I know for me, well, not just for me, but it's a fact. Our past, you said it, our past does not determine our future. Um, no. Some would think that the negative things that they have done in the past is blocking the good uh, coming to them. The only thing that is blocking your good is that mighty unforgiveness. And I yeah. can't stress enough that if you're harboring any type of unforgiveness or hatred or any other negative feeling or emotion, that is blockage. You are blocking the good uh, the good things um, from coming to you. And trust and believe that whatever that pain that you're holding or that you're harboring, you know, think, say to yourself, what good do I gain from holding on to this issue? Right, right. And that's what the key. Good? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. yeah, and that's the key. And I think Christ's message was all about forgiveness. I don't know how many parables he gave about forgiving your brother and how important it is to forgive your brother. And when we are able to truly forgive our brother, our family member, or our coworker, a lot of times it's our boss who just doesn't seem to get it, is then we can finally release. Because the one thing I always tell people is we can't control anybody else but ourselves. So it is our response to that situation that that will determine our future in that, even though, and we have to be real too, some people do transgress or some people do hurt us, and that's real. There are a number of people that have been physically and mentally abused. That's a real thing. You know what I mean? So what we have to do is really, with God's help, analyze that set of circumstances and allow him to take away the pain and the hurt because in and of itself, we're just not made that way to quickly forgive. There's Unless we call on uh, God, we're just not going to be one to just, oh, I just forgive him. That's just not in our nature. But I can tell you this, that the more you practice forgiveness of Mm. your brother, it becomes a habit. It's kind of like the Aristotle quote that excellence is is a habit and that we do it every day. So that's how we can get through really purging ourselves of all these negative emotions. And I think that people really do need to be real about the fact that they have this, you know, I I know that there are sometimes you can just see a person and just all of this stuff just boils mm-hmm. up inside of you. And you're mm-hmm. like, gosh, I never even knew it was there. It could be an aunt or an uncle that violated you. And you just mm-hmm. get so full, like, oh, here he comes again. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then just all of these negative emotions and feelings But if you are allowed with God's help to kind of purge those and look to, like you said, staying out of the past, stop rehearsing it and talking about it over and over and over again. And I know that there's, you know, people who may differ, but I do know, you know, having led a very, I mean, I've had a very good life, but I've had some negative issues and things to happen to me. And what I have done, yes, with the help of God is just, to recognize that these things happen and they were bad and they did hurt, deal with the emotional thing because we all need what I call that grieving period, that period where we say, you know what, I'm really haven't had the opportunity to just 
cry. <laughs> I yes. really haven't had the opportunity to just kind of pound my fist about this because I'm hurt and I'm angry. And then when we release that emotion, then replace it with something, learn to love them. And the first thing that has helped me with loving is that I look at everyone, and this is, I believe, a gift that God has given me with people, but I look at everyone as a reflection of myself. Mm-hmm. And that means that I want to the same weaknesses that I have, the same way that I could have potentially offended someone, someone else could offend me. And to mm-hmm. say to myself that we're all human, none of us are perfect. We're never as a mother the perfect mother. We're never as a father the perfect father. We do make mistakes. And when we mm-hmm. make these mistakes is to be able to say that the way that I have made mistakes I have to give the benefit of the doubt to my brother, to my sister, Mm -hmm. to my Mm -hmm. uncle, to my aunt in that same way. That's right. That's right. And you know what I found, Teresa, is that um, (laughs) when I think back in in my past and the things, a lot of the things that that hurt me, um, I have to say 90% of that hurt came from family. Mhm, mhm. You know, and family to for me, family is the closest are the closest people to us. You right. know, those are the people that, you know, we're around all the time, you yeah. know, we're supposed to love them and and you know, and you do for them. It's family. You know, mm-hmm. and everybody everybody has family. And mm-hmm. you know, and and we joke about it sometimes, but you know, it's it's funny because just because the word family is in there, you know, what does that really mean? You know, everybody <laughs> is not going to treat you the way you feel as though you should be treated. So right. what do you do with that? Let's let's and we've talked about this before, especially when um you know, it gets down to close family members. Uh and and you said that you said something so profound when you said, you know, we it's not in our nature to just automatically it's it's very difficult now i've gotten to the point right. in my life because i'm i'm more seasoned now and um where i can just you know forgive because mm-hmm. i know the importance in it but i've had to work at it it did not yeah. happen overnight um yeah. like you said talk, you talk about cry don't you know that's yeah. called cry me a river Woo, girl, I just cried rivers and oceans and oceans. There's an ocean out there that I've created with my name on it, okay? So, and I find that, you know, sometimes after a really good cry, you do feel better, but Uh you have to, in the midst of all that, you said grieving period. That's what Uh it is. It's Uh a grieving period, you know. You have to take that time to... uh, Get over, you have to, even if you have to confront the person that transgressed against you, you know, you have to be able to confront it. If you feel as though you can't confront it, another exercise that I tell people is to write it in a letter. Even if you don't mail that letter off to that person, write the letter. Because when you are giving out your emotions, when when you're putting it out there, you know, you are releasing it. It's a release mechanism. And yeah. I guarantee you, you start to feel so much better because what you realize is this. You know, how really, how much, how important is it for me to be, we all want to be validated. Right. You know, as human beings, we want someone else to validate how we feel. Yeah. You hurt yeah. me, and I want you to yeah. know that you hurt me. Yes. You know, and I want you to know it again and again and again. And then you look up and 5, 10, 20 years later down the road, you know, that person, you know, that that uh, you say that you forgave, like you said, when you see that person, it's like, it just makes your skin crawl because you really yeah. haven't gotten over it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what good is it doing you to walk around with the feeling of hatred and disgust and unforgiveness towards that person when all this time is causing you anxiety, it causes yeah. your health to deteriorate. Yeah. You know, and, and yeah. it just causes all kind of uh things that can affect your um affect your health. Yes, yes. And a lot so, of people emotionally, mm-hmm. like you said, I think your point, Lisa, about health is a big one. So a lot mm-hmm. of people are stressed out and you go to their home and they're taking like five and ten uh, pills and a lot of it comes, stems from not letting go of that past that has hurt yeah. them so much. 
uh, and that if they were able to release it. And I can tell you that there are a number of people who are substance abusers that I've talked to, and I can tell, especially some of them that are are dealing and, and struggling on a daily basis, but the ones that um, talk less about what happened to them and how, you know, uh, all yeah. of the negative stuff, seem to be faring much better because they're not constantly reliving yeah. that whole situation whole yeah. uh, over and over and over again. And I yeah. also say that I think that, you know, because I know there's a number of 12-step programs that, you know, you go to the meetings, and I always say to people, everything doesn't work for everybody, but right. you have to figure out what best fits you. You know what I need because sometimes you say, oh, I wouldn't do the 12-step. No, that may work for a lot of people, and it does. And so you need to figure out what programs really do help you to move right. forward. But even with substance abuse, it's not the substances. It's, it's the stuff behind it that causes right. substance abuse to begin with. Right, because oftentimes people can't move forward because they are stuck. And many yeah. have become addicted to drugs, alcohol, prescription yeah. meds, and other yeah. vices because they they have not been able to face their past and put it behind them. They're still yeah. carrying old luggage and trying to escape reality. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. And, and, and that's the you know, the reason why you have so many people out there just walking around all willy nilly on, um, you know, even cigarettes. You know, yeah, you have yeah. an issue or something you do, and you pick up a cigarette and you start smoking, and then you don't even realize that you're addicted to that. Right. Cigarettes, food. <laughs> you yeah, know, food, I myself, back. even for me, I have to really <laughs> put a check on myself because you will use food just like, oh, I'm bored or something's really bothering you, but rather than dealing with what's bothering you, you pick up a whole pound of ice cream and eat half of yeah. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just it's just a lot, a number of things that you do, um, you know, to deal with the pain, the hurt, or things that you know, uh, you know, that have happened in the past that you truly haven't dealt with or faced. Yeah, and and it's so important to really try to deal with it. Um, like I said, you know, some people that the people that have hurt you, uh, you may not be able to even go back and approach them about it. Um, you know, I know there's certain people in my life I can't talk to about certain things because if right. I do bring it up, you know, then they are, their feelings are hurt. They get upset, and then you have to, you know, it's a whole other uh, boatload of drama that you have to deal with. But what I found is that when you turn to something, first of all, you have to realize that there is something out there greater than you. Yeah, we can't yeah. do this alone. I couldn't. Yeah. There's no way on the face of this planet <laughs> I could have come through a lot of the things that I have come through by myself. I just yeah. could not have. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I don't even give myself any of the credit. You right. know, um, it comes a time in your life, and as you get older, you know, these is I'm talking to you now, my senior saints. You know, when you get older, you have to realize that it's what the Bible says, you have to put away childish things. Yeah. You know, you have yeah. to stop looking at everybody else outside of yourself yeah. and then point the finger yeah. back at you because now it's yeah. time for you to stand up and take responsibility, yeah. you know, for certain yeah. things that are happening in your life. And it's not the person that hurt you. They have nothing to do with it. It's you. Right. <laughs> you have right. to take a look at yourself, and you're the one who has to say, okay, you know what, I'm sick and tired of being in pain. I want yeah. to heal. Then you right. have to right. reach out and reach up to that thing that is greater than you are, and you have to yeah. ask for help because you can't yeah. do it by yourself. And yeah. let me tell you something. When you release it, when you decide that you are going to stop being in control of uh, complete control over um, situations that have happened in your life and you're trying to control other people, that's yeah. when the help comes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you really get to the end of your work where you're like, this is just too much for me, is like you yeah. said, is when the help comes. And the help comes because you're not trying to do anything right. on your own anymore. You're allowing God's spirit to come in and move you in right. this area, and you're really, really ready to make a change. You know, you're really 
sick and tired of being sick and tired, as you mentioned yes. the other, in, during the other session. <laughs> yes, yes. And I can't tell you, Teresa, how vital that is. And I know for me, and I can only speak for me in my experience, that when I finally threw my hands up and said, you know, I'm done, I can't do this anymore, I'm tired of hurting, I'm tired of yes. being in pain, you know, yes. um, I took control over myself, my emotions. I and, I and And then I had to, when you let it all go, Oh my gosh! And it wasn't. It's it's a sudden thing because then this peace just washes over you. Wow! Because yeah. Now you just so like true. released, and it's like a whoosh. Yeah. And then yeah. yeah, the tears come with that, and it's a good wow. cry. But wow. it's such a rejoiceful a rejoiceful time because what you then realize is that yes, you have you do have the power over yourself. You yes. can release stuff. You can let stuff go. And the forgiveness right. is, again, it's not for the other person. It's for your benefit. Yeah. You know, and yes. then once you get that peace that that surpasses all understanding, you will fight tooth and nail to hold on to it. Right. And then related to that, Lisa, is I think people have to realize that when someone does something to physically bow violate you or hurt you mentally, it's because they are suffering and hurting too. Yeah, that's right. And I think that we tend to think, oh, this person is just bad, they're mean or nasty. Yeah, they are, but there's a reason why, because somebody else right. has hurt and abused them. them. So then that's right. it starts to be something that they project onto you as well. And so, you know, like I said, I'm not an advocate of staying in a bad situation when you're physically and mentally abused. And, again, you have to speak to God about what your path should be related to that. But right. the key is is that you really have to have compassion and understanding. Even though the person is being cruel, um, yeah. it is, you still have to have forgiveness uh, for that person in order to release yourself from it. And, again, and when you say that, I want people to understand when you say that because a lot of times people think, well, I'm not going to Why should I forgive them? And they did this to me, and why should I let that go? And da 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 so that person can be better. No, it's, again, listen to the words yeah. that are coming out of my mouth. It is not for that person. Right. The forgiveness is for yourself. Because right. when you release that forgiveness, then your 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 whole vibe changes. Yeah. Now you're no longer you're no longer dwelling in that negative space anymore. Now you are emitting right. positive vibes into the that universe. That is so important. That and is then so important. when you when you're when you're emitting those positive vibes out there in the universe, then guess what comes back to you? Right. More positive vibes. Right. And that so it's so not true. for that yeah. person. I could care less if that person knows yeah. you've forgiven them or not. Yeah, yeah, that's an excellent point. It's yeah, and for that's your what, benefit. Mm-hmm. It really is. And then, for instance, and once you release that, and you don't know your – I can tell you, because let's talk about this. Let's get real, real and basic. How mm-hmm. do you know that you have unforgiveness in your heart? How do mm. you know that? Mm-hmm. We know that when in our daily conversations, mm. if that person's name is mentioned, we have all this slew of negative things to say about them and not a kind word to be said. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, and you, you know, know those things no that word. you're saying, they're flowing mm-hmm. from your heart. You know, yeah. when we talk, we, we forget that when we're talking, we're passionate about something, the words yeah. that are coming from you, they're flowing from your heart. So if you're yeah. talking about someone and you're, you're saying negative things about that person, these are the things that, are, that, they're, that you're holding in your heart. So you made yeah. a very valid point. Yes, yes. And what is in your, and as my mom would always say, whatever is within or in the heart is going to come out through the mouth. And that's, that's right. why... There's a lot, you know, and James, I think I can't remember the exact scripture where it talks about being able to control your mouth. But really it it comes down to your heart because Mm. whatever is in your heart will dip out (laughs) out into your mouth if you're not careful. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. so that's so important. Uh, I know my, know, my, my grandmother used to always say, if you don't have anything nice to say, 
don't, don't say, say anything, anything at all. <laughs> and yeah. and when you're young, you don't really understand that, but that is so yeah. true because we don't understand that a lot of times the things that you say about other people, you're cursing yourself. Yeah. And then you're looking around wondering why things aren't going right in your life. Why can't I attract that right man to me? There are no good men out here in the world. They're either all on drugs or they're gay or they're on the DL or they're in jail and blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, I can't, I don't receive that. Yes, yeah, that's a good point. You know, I don't receive that. And then you listen to their, their conversation and it's no wonder you can't attract you know, right. a different kind of person to you because you are the same person. Right. <laughs> Listen to your conversation. Yes, yes. And a lot of yes. times that conversation is coming from some past hurt, and then men and women, it's not just one or the other, it's both. They don't understand that while they're in, while they're, they're in this relationship and, yes. you know, they're constantly talking bad about the other person behind their backs. Yes. Yes. And then they wonder why they're in the situation that the boat, why why are we in this boat? Where have we gone yeah. wrong? Why can't we seem to right. get along? Or why can't, you know, why am I always attracting the same type of woman to me? You know, these yeah. crazy women out here who this will do. What's wrong with you? Yes, yes. That and is I guarantee a good you that once somewhere either the man is bringing a past relationship into a new relationship, you know, uh-huh. and he still hasn't forgiven her or vice versa. Right. You're absolutely right. That's an excellent point. Excellent. And I've noticed mm-hmm. even in my life when it's finally I kind of got it, and the got mm-hmm. it is that you take people as they come, and you have love for everyone. And like you yes. said, you forgive all of the men that have done you wrong, and you look at it as not as a negative but as a learning experience. Experience, well, that's right. You know, even though it didn't work out with this person, but – I learned how not to do this or how to do this. And when you change it over and you still have extreme love for the person, even if they were abusive, like I said, we're not advocates of staying in an abuse situation, but once you're out of those situations, you still have to have love for that person because they wouldn't be abusing you unless they learned the behavior from somewhere else. Oh, my you know, God, we're just, yeah. You know, so a lot of that we really have to have, we need to pray for people and hope they do better, but we need to forgive and move forward. Yes, because I cannot stress enough. You'll probably get sick and tired of hearing me say this, but you shouldn't get sick and tired of hearing me saying it, (laughs) because it's for your benefit and it's to help you. You need to learn how to forgive the other person and to know that it's, it's truly not for them. It's yeah. for your own it's for your own good. It's for your own yeah. benefit. It's for your own blessings for you to receive yeah. all the things that God has for you and wants you to have. He doesn't want yeah. you to hold on to this resentment and this hatred for somebody. You know, you might have a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a husband, a wife, you know, whatever, a brother, sister, mother, father, whatever, whoever it is. You've yeah. got to learn how to let it go. And you know what? Let me tell you something. Why would you want to hold on to uh, – There, okay, for example, I have people who, you know, talk to me and, and you know, ask for the advice here or there. And, you know, they, oh, well, I don't know why he doesn't love me anymore, And I, but I've done this and I've done that. You know, really, if a person doesn't want to be with you anymore, hello. Right. Right. <laughs> um, don't you think it's time to move on anyway? Why would you want to stay with someone who doesn't want to be with you? Right. And I and think then, it goes and, back mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, go on. I think right. it goes back to the fact that, you know, we're talking about, about forgiveness of others but also forgiveness of self. Of yourself, yes. Because that relates to a lot of times we haven't moved past forgiving ourselves for our shortcomings and we yes. dwell on them. You know, yes. me I'm I'm like one is like, oh, you gain too much weight, you know, and you dwell on it. Well, even though it's a net, it's a, it has negative consequences, me downing myself all the time isn't going to help me in this area. Right. So you really have to learn to forgive yourself and make small changes to do better each day with God's help. Each day I'll get better and better and look forward to those changes and tell yourself, that you're wonderfully made. You know, talk about how good you are because a lot of times, like I always say, we've got to replace that negative 
with something positive. It's not just exactly. enough not to have the thought anymore. You've got to replace it with a good thought in order to see consistent change. Exactly. And I just want to take a pause right here and uh, to give out that call-in number again for anyone out there who is listening at this moment. And they want to call in with a comment or even a question. That number is 347-237-4518, 347-237-4518. And, Teresa, you made a very valid point as well that I, de- I definitely wanted to touch on is uh, the forgiving ourselves. Yeah. Because sometimes, and I know for me, I am my own worst enemy. We all are. Mm-hmm. We are all our own mm-hmm. worst enemy. But I am very, you know, my own worst critic as well. And um, it wasn't so long ago that I just learned how to relax and I'll say about the last maybe 10 years and know mm-hmm. that, first of all, we have to take stop taking life so seriously. Okay, I just read this in a, in a post today. We have to learn how to stop taking life so seriously because guess what? It is impermanent. Uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. we're we're not here forever. So we have yeah. to learn how to lighten up, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. and to laugh about some things. And even let yeah. I can, I'm quick to laugh at myself, yeah. you know, yeah. um, because I know, number one, I'm not perfect, uh-huh. you know, and I have to, you know, even though we want things to turn out great we want things to be wonderful excellent you know we strive for that excellence and in churches they always talk about striving for that excellence okay well that's all fine and well but really don't take it so hard don't yeah don't beat yourself up if you don't make that goal that you were trying to strive for you know um and like you said small steps right 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 small steps Um, and I love I the know. quote you have about the Martin Luther King quote. Again, I love that quote. And what you always say about you don't have to see the whole you don't staircase. Have to just take yeah, the first step. Yes. Just take the first step. I, isn't that awesome? Yeah. yeah that is one of my all-time quote. favorites because mm-hmm. that's so true. I mean, <laughs> just as far as, you know, we're talking about letting go of past pains, Um I don't know who this message is for out there today and if you're listening, but just know that take that first step. Yeah. Take a piece of paper, and even if you don't need a piece of paper, you know right now in your heart there's someone Mm -hmm. in your life (laughs) Mm -hmm. that you are holding a grudge against. Mm -hmm. It could be your boss. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care who it is. If there's someone in your life right now that you are yeah. holding a grudge against, I uh-huh. challenge you to take that first step and just say, yeah. you know what, I, I'm, I'm going to forgive that person. Yes, yeah. yeah. And I guarantee you when you say the words out loud, there's going to be a shift. Mm-hmm. Because That's now powerful. it's like you've released something within yourself that's saying uh-huh. it's okay to do that. It's okay to let yes. it go. Yes, yeah. And then move on because especially in relationships, when you have forgiven that past lover, that past boyfriend, girlfriend, spouse, or whatever, don't you know that now you have opened the door for something better to walk through? Yes, yes. So true, so true. We we don't understand the power that we have within our own selves. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. We hold the power to speak into existence the things that we want to see manifest in our own lives. And I'm going to say something else, too. There are a lot of people out here living a lie. Yes. They're in relationships where they're no longer happy. Yes. And they're they're staying there because of children or yes. they have some other reason because it's cheaper to keep her. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yes. and all of these other things. So now you've got a bigger problem uh going on because not only are you probably harboring a whole lot of stuff against that person that that you're holding grudges against. But what is that doing to yourself? Is that fair yes. to you? Yes. Yes. Are we being fair and true to ourselves when we're staying someplace where we know we're not happy anymore? 
I mean, I don't know about you, but I, I want to be happy for the whatever time I have left on this planet. I want to be happy. Yes, yes. So if that means I have to confront whatever issue I have to confront in order to do that, I'm going to do that. So I can put it behind me and move on. Yes, yes. And I, and I think your point is well taken is that we've got to believe, again, it comes to forgiving ourselves and knowing that we deserve happiness. We, if we yeah. personally are not happy, and really we're not going to be happy, and you're going to have, and I always tell people this, when you're, when you don't have a sense of God about you, there's this major void. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's just a big void that just lingers right there. It and is. you're like, I can't figure it out. I can't, I don't know what it is, but it just seems like a vacuum there. And yeah. it's just so hollow. You can meet people and feel the hollowness to them. And so yeah. we've got to believe, just just like we've got to forgive ourselves, we've got to feel like we're worthy. And we're worthy because God said we were created, like you said, Lisa, in his image, to be creators yeah. ourselves, to have yeah. dominion ourselves, to conquer right. the things that bother us, you know, yeah. to really go out there and be a true frontiers person, if that's a word, in, yeah. in order to accomplish and to do all that he, he destined for us to do and be. Yeah, and you know, Teresa, that is so um, profound because I, I can't, this is another thing I can't stress enough. We are spiritual beings. And yeah. see, sometimes we forget that, or some people yeah. may not even know that they are spiritual beings. We right. are spiritual beings living a human experience, not yeah. human beings living a spiritual experience. We came from something greater than ourselves. We came yeah. from something that is so magnificent. Yeah. Our minds and can't even really fully comprehend the greatness that we've come from. And like you said, we are created in his image. That means if the creator is magnificent, if the creator is awesome, if the creator is great and omnipotent and so on and so forth, then what does that make us if we are created in that image? So in your daily walk, you need to remember that there is something greater than you, that where you came from, not the flesh. Right, not the right, not right. the flesh, not you being birthed from your mother's womb, but be yeah. when you were placed in your mother's womb, you were known yeah. then. Yes, 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 yes. And yes. now it's time for you to take back your power. Yes. And yes. to know that you are greatness, that you yes. are wonderful, that you're too you're too wonderful to be walking around broken. Yeah, yeah. Because yes. if you're because of you're harboring the the pain and the resentment of your past. Yes, yes. And Put like you said, Lisa, that is just <laughs> that is just awesome. And you know what? What you just said is just so powerful and phenomenal. And like you said, when we release our past, it doesn't matter uh, what our parents did before us. It doesn't matter what we did yeah. before us. When we come before God and we stand naked before him, he mm-hmm. loves us. And it is that love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It really is the power of love, loving ourselves and loving our brothers. And that was Christ's message is that, yeah. you know, there are only two commandments to keep here, is that you love mm-hmm. the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. And the second one is that you love your brother as you love yourself. Those are, mm-hmm. That's it. And once you start walking, like you said, then you're going to attract all, the, all you'll find people just wanting to help you for free. You know, that's when you right. start your business, and that's what a lot of people always say. Well, how did you do this? The first thing you when you talk to people, the first thing they say is, "I have to have money." No, you need to walk in the promises of God mm. and learn to forgive, like Christ said. And all of those promises are going to to overtake you, literally overtake you. Overtake and you, you know it to be true because I was reading just one quick sidebar. I was reading, I'm reading this book, I don't know the name of it, it's about Donald Trump and Robert Kiyosaki. They teamed up and wrote a book together. Um, and I think it's about I Think You Want to Be Rich or something, the title like that. But what was so amazing about these two, the two authors who are phenomenally wealthy, they talked about as wealthy as they are their relationship with God. And a lot of people 
sometimes you'll see people who are wealthy and rich, and you're assuming that they just got there by conniving and being a lot of time. A lot of some of the wealthiest people in this country have come to it by clearly having a true relationship with their maker and that they mm-hmm. said, they both said in separate accounts, there is no way. They start their day with asking blessings from God. And Donald Trump talked about how his parents taught him that there are certain things you just must do. And one of them is praying and having a relationship with God. So Mm -hmm. these are the kinds of things that when we do, then all of the success that we desire, like you said, Lisa, Mm -hmm. the relationship success, the financial Mm -hmm. success, the Mm -hmm. children's success, the just Mm -hmm. being happy success will Mm -hmm. come and and come, come into our lives. Right. That's right. And, you know, you have to ask yourself, you know, it comes to a point in your life when you have to stop and you have to do a self-evaluation, and you have to ask yourself, you know, why am I Why am I not happy? You know, what is wrong? What is going on? And if you really do a true self-evaluation and, you know, look deep within, and you may not even have to go that deep, but you'll find that somewhere along there, there's some unforgiveness in there somewhere. You're not, there's there's some pain that you're holding on to, and you haven't released it yet. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, I guarantee you there's something there's something inside somewhere that you are holding on. Yeah. And and yeah. the thing is sometimes some people are holding on too tightly. Yes, yes, was that's a good point. You're holding on tightly. So, there's a caller on the line. Um Okay. I'm going to go ahead and take this caller. Um hello caller. Are Hello. you there? Can you hear me? Who am I speaking with? Uh, you can call me Ted. Ted? Ted. Hi, Ted. How are you? I'm doing fine. I'm 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 wondering why the show is now only a half an hour. You guys really just touch me every time I listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, the show is an hour. We started at 630 and it, it, it's over at 730, but it does go by fast. <laughs> it does. It just flies by. It really, really I just does. Wanted to comment, and I just wanted to comment on on starting your own, your own business stuff and having a relationship with the maker and trust and belief in yourself. I think that's so important. The trust and belief in yourself part is so important. And I don't think people understand how deep you have to be committed to your dream in order to succeed and go through the things you go through when starting your own business. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And so, go ahead, Teresa. I'll let you take that one. Yes, I think, um, like you said, it's just, and a lot of it is, like you said, just believing in yourself and just knowing. And part of it is as if you have that relationship with God. I always say He's going to do all the hard work for you. He's going to connect you to the right people, mm. and then the people that shouldn't be there, He's going to move them out of your path, and He's just going to help you. Just it's like you're climbing a ladder. He's just going to keep helping you up and up and up. And while you're going up, you're bringing others with you. As like you said, when you're starting your own businesses, that business and such. But it's just so important. He just to me makes that life or that walk a lot easier. You do. And another thing too, which is important for both of our businesses, Teresa and I both, uh, we we work by the golden rule. And for anyone out there who has their own business or is thinking about starting their own business, and this is very, very important. And I even have this in my mission statement, and I think, Teresa, you have it in yours as well. We work by the golden rule, which is treat others the way you want to be treated. Okay? So, you know, again, it all stems back from where are you mentally? You know, you have to really start to work on yourself because now you've got this business, you've birthed, you've given birth. Yeah. And just like when you give birth to a child, you know, you have to, you're responsible for that child's well-being. So you have to be healthy in order to bring up a a healthy child, correct? So your business is your child. And if you want your business to prosper and to grow, you've got to take the time to work on yourself and to get yourself right. Yeah. In order to, to be blessed, you child, have to be right? a blessing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you have I'm to sorry, have faith Carla, in what that. did you say? I said you have to believe in that child. You know what? I just thought about something. Ted, okay, I got it. 
Ha ha. <laughs> that's a little that's a little inside joke thing there, which you know, we won't get into right now on the phone. But caller, I really appreciate you taking the time, Ted, to call in and um you know, to participate in the show. Well, again, I love listening to what you all have to say and and, and you're an inspiration to everybody. Oh, oh, thank you nice so much. Well, you we enjoy the rest that. of your evening and be blessed. Yeah. I am, and I'm going to keep listening, so go ahead put me on uh, mute. Okay, sure. yes, please do, because I have a special treat for everybody at the end of the show today, So, which is coming up very shortly. <laughs> All right, take care. So, Teresa, you know, that was very valid and very profound, yeah. um, because, again, Point. I don't care what it is you're doing in your life, you know, especially if you're doing a business, and if you want to attract uh, prosperity to you, you've got to do yeah. and take that time to get yourself right and to get yourself together. Yeah. <laughs> so um, the time has really, 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 really flown. <laughs> so I'm I'm going to kind of tie this up right now because I have a special treat for everybody. Um, I But I want to leave you with this before we do that. Um, we've all fallen short somewhere in our lives. There is not one perfect person walking this earth, and some may think they're perfect, but deep down they know that they too have made mistakes. We must stop looking at what other people are doing and what they aren't doing and focus on us. Focus on getting our minds right. Focus on what is going on inside of our hearts. Focus on our own healing and prosperity. We can't waste time wondering what other people are thinking about us. And to be honest, what other people are thinking about you is none of your business. Truth be told, those folk that you are concentrating so hard on being angry at and holding on to resentment aren't thinking about you. So why do we waste our time and energy giving any human being free rent in our heads and hearts? Why do we waste our time giving anyone that much power over our lives? Most of the time, we do it in hopes that the other person who has offended us will know that you are still angry, upset, and hurting. We want to be validated and let them know over and over and over and over again that they hurt us. But I'm here to tell you that they have moved on. They really don't care how you are feeling. Whatever it is that has hurt you, you've got to let it go. If you want to unbind your spirit so that it can operate more freely on your behalf, you must forgive the transgressions of others, period. And just know that forgiveness is not for the other person's benefit, it is for your own. In the words of the late Steve Jobs, your time is limited, so don't waste it living someone else's life. Don't be trapped by dogma, which is living with the results of other people's thinking. Don't let the noise of other people's opinions drown out your own inner voice. And most important, have the courage to follow your heart and intuition. They somehow already know what you truly want to become. Everything else is secondary. So if you truly and sincerely want to get better, to be better, and to heal the pains of the past, meditate on this. Ephesians 4.31 and 32 in the NIV states, Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling and slander along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. And if God can forgive you for your transgressions and you know you have some, who are you not to do the same? So that concludes our show for this evening. I want to thank everyone uh, for tuning in with us this evening. Shout out to my family who are always loving and supporting me and to my Facebook family once again for tuning in. And for my new listeners, the next time you log into Facebook, please like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash a date with destiny 101. Once again, 
I want to thank you, Teresa, for coming on oh, and sharing your wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for knowledge is power, and when we know better, we do better. Please tune in next week, July 16th at 6.30 Eastern Standard Time, and also stop by my website, yourdestinyawaits.net, to get some extra extra motivation and inspiration. Your mission, if you choose to accept it, is take the necessary time to do a true self-evaluation. Seek God and learn how to love yourself first because, after all, you owe it to yourself to know yourself. Now, I'm going to end the show a little different today. I thought this song was so apropos to what we talked about, and I found it so uplifting. So turn your speakers up, sit back, let it minister to your spirit, and enjoy. Once again, I'm Lisa M. Saunders, and thank you for tuning in to Blog Talk Radio's A Date with Destiny, and I'm looking forward to sharing with you next week. Peace and abundant blessings, everyone. Lord, let the sun shine.